Welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in small towns in the Midwest. And here on our podcast, we interview successful entrepreneurs and learn how they thrive in small towns. I'm your host, Allison Hassler. And I'm Russell Williams, and you're at the Citadel Building in downtown Marion, Illinois, here on Tower Square Plaza. And we're part of a program called Ethos. We're a small business incubator, co-sharing working space here in downtown Marion. And we are here with our special guest, Leslie Terry from Intuitive Soul. Hi, Leslie. Nice to be here. I'm so excited. What a beautiful location. It feels so wonderful inside. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to come down. Yeah, you said earlier you like old buildings. I do. You can feel uh, the memories, right? You can kind of place yourself and imagine where different places we're at, you know, like... um, I don't know. I imagine holidays, you know, I imagine like when I look at different homes even, um, or different rental space for my business, sometimes I'll have this overwhelming feeling where I'll see a Christmas scene or I'll see a holiday scene. So when I walked into this building, I just saw different beautiful scenes, you know? So yeah, I love this place. Yeah. Yeah. So Leslie intuitive soul, it's a wonderful brand name, Mm. but you're going to have to tell us where it comes from and what, Mm. what is your business? Well, you know, I started out, I've uh, been a massage therapist for 25 years. Congratulations. Um, I've had intuitive soul for eight years, Um, but you know, life is a journey. Um, I taught for many years massage therapy, and so that's been my core um, profession. You taught close to here. Yeah, I taught at at Southeastern Illinois College for um, 11 years. I was a full-time instructor there, and um, it was a beautiful season of my life. And, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, being in a group setting and maybe you are the the facilitator or maybe you are the teacher or maybe you are the leader. Um, But boy, do you ever learn from your students, from those people in your group. So it was a constant refreshing um, energy with massage teaching, you know, because some of these kids, you know, it's like, oh, I have 25 years of experience, but it doesn't matter. You know, if you're called, if you are, um, have this presence about you and you are in tune with what you want to do, it doesn't matter if you're a new therapist or you have, you know, many years of experience. So I do love that time in my life. Um, I enjoy now being more still with my work. So even though I do offer different Different kinds of massage, um, you know, deep tissue or, you know, Swedish relaxing. Um, I've branched out, you know, and yeah. so now I offer um, like biodynamic cranial sacral, which um, is a very soft um, touch massage. It's not where you're actually massaging, but you're really. Um, creating stillness within the body. So the client, maybe a client is a little apprehensive about like getting a massage. Um, They don't want to take off their clothing or, you know, they're nervous for some reason. They can try other modalities that they can keep their clothes on. So this biodynamic, I'm really on fire for right now um, because you just lie down and I allow you to decompress. I lead you through a body scan, which is just a relaxation through your body and you can just see the client um, sinking into the table more and then it's working with the nervous system so um, we uh, I have a nickels weight um, touch on different areas of the body specific areas that I've been trained and I oh I love 
Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the highlights of our podcast oh. is that since we're on Tower Square, we get oh. to hear the bell. I do like the bell. But you, you hold these little spaces and they're kind of like windows into the nervous system. And I just hold you like a newborn baby. So it's where your um, parasympathetic nervous system is enhanced and it's just the rest and restore system so wow. if i can get you to a place of stillness if i can get you to a place of rest and restore your body heals itself it's insane awesome. and so with intuitive soul it's like oh do you need actual touch massage oh do you need yeah. biodynamic cranial sacral oh do you need energy work or you just have to find what works for like your system yeah. so yeah. um so it's not as simple as i'm a massage therapist you right. know i'm right. really trying to create the most wellness and peace in your body yeah you know? wow i've enjoyed interviewing people that sell food and cupcakes but this is much <laughs> This sounds even better. This sounds even better. That's beautiful as well. (laughs) Wow. So just hearing you, I can hear your passion Mm -hmm. and you are such a soulful person. I don't think there could be any more perfect name for your brand and for your business uh, because you are so intuitive into what you do. And it sounds like you have a connection with each body that you touch, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. How did you get into this? Mm. You know, uh, I was a missionary kid in my, all my teenage years, I grew up in central America. And the first year that I was there, um, we went to this village and uh, we went for a wedding and this girl was getting married and she was like 12 and she was like an old maid. And I'm like, what mm. in the world? I'm like the same age. And, and oh. I got to braid her hair and it was like a big deal and it was beautiful. And they had all these unusual ceremonies that I have never seen. My parents had never seen, yeah. um, but it was an honor to be there. And it was like, these Americans were here, you know? Mm. And so they, they, really were beautiful to us, but we were just witnessing. And so there was this moment where um, the two families were face to face. And I can't remember if it was at the bride's family or the groom's, but the, the family members were so close together standing there and they were just screaming blessings on each other's family, just screaming it at the, I mean, I thought they were fighting. It wasn't in Spanish. It was like Mm -hmm. another dialect, you know? And so like, I had no clue. I was getting nervous, but there was this, sweet old timer beside me and he kept saying the same thing to me and like hitting me you know and I'm like Mm -hmm. what in the world you know and so finally um, there was a missionary there and I was like what is this guy saying to me you know I was like your hands are anointed your hands are anointed Mm -hmm. your hands are anointed and it just was like an impression that he was like pushing into my heart and it just like boom there it was Mm -hmm. my hands are anointed so I took that and I always had that with me so when daddy would go away and, you know, lay asleep on the ground and come back hardly walking. For some reason, I would work on him. Um, Somebody at the Bible school that my dad taught at, you know, their shoulders hurting, they would say, hey, Leslie, go touch, you know. So it was constantly, it was just in my life. Even before, when I was a child, I would be in the hallway and my brother and sister are much older than me. And so they'd be like, you know, I've got 50 cents um, to give you if you rub my back until I fall asleep. And it's like, I would just go to the highest bid. You know, can I get up to 75 cents? You know what I mean? So So you're an entrepreneur very early. It really, you know, I maximized on that, right? You know, so so I feel like I've always um, had this, like, connection with people. I can Mm. always feel where you're hurting or you might 
even tell me one thing about you and I can see things. Um, I can feel things or I get this all knowing that just comes in front of me and it's information about you. And I'm like, how did that happen? I don't know. It's just kind of grown with me as now I'm in my forties, you know, and now I'm, I'm owning it. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful time in the world if you allow it to be, you mm-hmm. know, if you focus on the wellness instead of the sickness, right? Like we right. were talking about, focus yeah. on the good people that are in our community, that are starting new businesses, that are touching one another yeah. in ways that like we didn't even know was possible. Being yeah. a light, being an attraction and then doing nothing, you yeah. know, except loving, you know? So I have always tried to follow my heart, you know? And so for many years, it was teaching massage. For many years, it was working with athletes. You know, I did a lot of sports massage and traveled a little bit with different teams that way. Um, And so even though that's not really in my world currently, um, I had the honor, I was going to tell you, I had Mm -hmm. the honor of working on the Canadian Olympic softball team this summer. Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. I got this contract uh, or this, you know, this team coach was calling me and was like saying like all these wonderful things and like, Hey, and so even though it wasn't even in front of me that I'm working on athletes right now, um, I had that light source. And Mm -hmm. so by word of mouth, Mm -hmm. they found me. And so here I am working on these gorgeous athletes and that they got a bronze, you Mm -hmm. know, and the Olympics. So I'm like, yes. So I just try to have an open heart. Yeah. If you can have an open heart and listen, right? Not be yeah. so busy. Like when you're so when your mind is so busy, just get back to that place of stillness and it might be walking in the woods, it might be getting that little bakery item and yeah. sitting there and not just being like, "Oh, this bakery item is full of sugar and it's going to make me blah." You can be like, "Oh, I can feel the hands that created this." Yeah. I can imagine where this fruit grew, you know? So if you can sit with whatever your life is and focus on the wellness and the beauty and forget the sugar, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It, it works in every situation of your life. And yeah. so well, that's Leslie, where your, your purpose or your why is very evident and yeah. very strong. And I love the origin story and how, it's, what a I profound mean, could, experience yeah. you had. I mean, that could happen, the way you speak about it, could happen yesterday because mm-hmm. it's so much more part of what you do yeah. today. Yeah. Talk more about the transitions that you've made in becoming a business owner because right. I know that you've moved from location to location. Mm-hmm. You've had employees and right. not had employees. Yeah. Talk a little bit about those transitions that you've made. Right. They haven't been fun, right? <laughs> They're not pretty. Yeah. And you feel sometimes like a failure. Right. Like um, when I uh, I lost my position at Southeastern Illinois College, mm-hmm. it went from a full time faculty to part time. Well, okay. you know, you can work at Walmart for more than part time. I mean, it's yeah. not I can't survive on that. So, again, it forced me to grow. 
you know? And mm -hmm. so I went back to some roots. I remember Egyptian Revival Day Spa in Carterville. Mm -hmm. It was such a beautiful place mm -hmm. that it the Menacher, you know, and Barry um, created wonderful entrepreneurs that came outside of state to come here, yeah. right? And did a lot for our community, a lot for historical buildings, sure. even, you know? Yeah. And so um, I went back to that, um, to that location. I had worked there when they started the spa. And mm -hmm. so then I came back towards the end. Um, that was a shock to me, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm, am I going back? Am mm. I stepping back? I was sure. a teacher and now am I stepping back? But it did make me grow again, you know? Mm. And so then they had a fire and yeah. I lost that position, mm. right? I think and everybody it, was devastated. Right? If you've ever been there, you were devastated when yeah. they had the fire. It was really hard. It was really, and they were going to rebuild and then it didn't make yeah. sense and it all was for a reason, right. you know? So it wasn't that those periods in my life were not successful. It's just like, boop, that chapter is closed. Mm -hmm. So now what am I going to do? And yeah. so I, uh, didn't want to have my own business. I had a business on the side when I was teaching in mm -hmm. Harrisburg and just kind of hired my um, students um, mm -hmm. after they uh, graduated. And so I had another therapist that said, let's rent a room together. You know, let's rent a room together. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to do mm -hmm. that. I have a handful of clients. I'll just go to them. And she was like, no, you need a business. And so it was really a friend, right? Those wonderful mm -hmm. friends that see the potential in right. you, that see the light. And they're like, oh, no, you can't can't just do this. You can't just settle. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was one of my other therapist friends that pushed me to, okay, I'm going to rent. I'm going to, you know, go into this. Um, and it was successful. Yeah. I had, um, a few therapists that, um, would occasionally work with me, um, for overflow and for their own, um, clientele. And then the pandemic hit. And I remember three weeks after shutdown, going up to my third story office space in, you know, no ventilated hallways and <laughs> my rooms that none of the windows opened. And mm -hmm. I had a panic attack. And I was like, wow, you know, like, I don't even go up this elevator, you know, like, how are my people mm -hmm. going to not get sick in my location, mm -hmm. you know? And so... Um, I pulled back and instead of um, freaking out, mm -hmm. I became quiet and I asked, what should I do? Where do I need to go? What do I need to create? And so I started dreaming mm -hmm. and I kept seeing um, this location just outside, inside my forest. And I had, I give, you know, uh, retreats, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe three or four a year. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is in the Macanda. Yes, this area, is. Yep, this which is, is just south of Carbondale, Illinois. Yep, yep, yeah, just on the edge of the Shawnee Forest, so it's beautiful out there. And, um, and this is literally your backyard. This is literally in my backyard. Okay. Yep. And so I would host retreats in my house, and yeah. so we would just like take over my house, take over my yard, and we would do beautiful day retreats, and they would all be different. Some would be really body fused, so body scrubs and honey wraps and all the yummy stuff, yeah. you know. And then others were really spiritual and really, you know, energy work and other kinds of, you know, um, trauma work, you know, right. um, so they were all real different. And so here I am like considering moving my whole business to my house, but I don't want it in my house. And so I kept seeing this one space in my backyard that just 
kept calling me. I don't know why. I didn't know what to do. My husband's a Finnish carpenter, and so I knew he could create something for me, but I didn't know what. So I started looking at yurts because I wanted something very friendly for germs so that I could just air it out really quick, you know, and um, it wasn't working. What I was looking for really wasn't like it was very expensive. Here I am shut down. I'm not making any money. I've got a few grand. What do I do with it? You know, what do I do with it? And so I found this beautiful cotton Sibley Bell tent, which a lot of people think it it does, you know, look like other, you know, it is just a tent, tent. you know, Mm -hmm. it really is. Um, But I loved it. It had, I dreamt that I could see this cotton tent thing that had a front door and a back door. And when you walk through the back door, there was another deck that you could just see the forest. And that's what we created. That's really what we created. I found the right, and it was in my price. You know what I mean? Like when I settled down, you know, like, you know, all of this anxiety and it would cause so much anguish in my physical body because I didn't know what to do. What if I make the wrong decision? You know, well, if you don't make a decision, then you can't make the right or the wrong decision, right? You're just yeah. like, eh, yeah. what it powerful words, right? So I moved forward and I found yeah. and we built and that was even a struggle, right? The, yeah. um, you know, yeah. last year lum- lumber was <laughs> yeah. hard to get and very expensive. And, but we are, I don't know. It really is like a dream, you know? So my commute is amazing. You know, I walk to my back. Um, I work there year round. So I found this beautiful little, um, wood burner stove that I put in there. And so it is, I was worried about that. Like Leslie, how can you work all summer with, you have to feed this fire. You know what happened? I danced with the fire. Yeah. I got into this fire energy where this little, um, this little, um, stove is small, you know? So about every 20 minutes I have to feed it. I have to care to see what's going on with her. You know, I don't know. I I talked to her a little bit. (laughs) We have a close relationship, right? And so I thought, oh, this is going to hinder. I'm going to be working on your shoulders, and then I'm just going to leave you. But what happened was there was this, like, fall in your upper shoulders when I paused, when you heard the rustling of the wood Mm -hmm. and the smell when I would open it. And then my clients would be like, I look forward to that fire, you know? Mm. And so every season is different, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm getting into the fire season now. Um, I had rain and, you know, you really get in tune with like, how windy is it today? What's my weather? Like you guys look at the weather and like, oh, do I need an umbrella? No, I'm like, how windy is it going to be? You know? So there are unusual challenges that I've never experienced in any other location because um, I work outside, you know? So um, it's a new environment, new creative energies because you hear all the beautiful sounds outside, you know? So if it's a dog in my neighborhood, I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so, you know? (laughs) Oh, oh, you hear the garbage man? I'm like, oh, that's Cliffy. You know, like you recognize those, but then you have certain birds that will just come in for you, you know? Or different crickets that will just come in for you. Um, Last week, I had a grasshopper that was climbing on, I have a little wind, um, a strand of lights around the inside. Mm -hmm. And this little... uh, 
grasshopper was walking around the light so you could see like his whole body on the side you know it was like this beautiful picture of Mm -hmm. this little insect walking around and I noticed it but it walked all the way up to where my client's head was not close like over there on the wall you know not scary and my client turned over the direction that the grasshopper was you know the client could have turned the other way but it was I don't even I don't even have words you know it was like a moment where she was like oh my gosh the grasshopper yeah you know and so it's like oh what is grasshopper energy what is that sign for and it resonated with her and she went on this whole adventure what the grasshopper meant to her you know so it's not for me to tell you oh the bear energy is x y and z i'm not going to do that but what does the bear mean to you what does the grasshopper mean to you so you do have these actual animals and insects and sounds that come in that are very peaceful very healing and have their own messages right so cool i love it I love it too. Yeah. So do you still offer the retreats at your place now that you have it established and this what sounds beautiful. I can't wait to get your card after this. <laughs> you know, I do. I've only had one. I really follow my heart. So it's not like every May I have a retreat. I don't want to get attached sure. to that. So I did have one this year and it was all out in the beautiful Sibley Bell tent. And I think we had 12, um, clients that came out and it was beautiful. Um, I have just purchased another tent. And so I would like to move that to Marion. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it was a thought that came in. Like that really threw me. Few, I wasn't ready for that. Ago. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, hmm, I, I know somebody with some property <laughs> near Marion. Oh, well, I kept it, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I do have a new tent that I set up. And so I would like to bring that second tent and put it a little deeper in my force or travel mm-hmm. with it. I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's wonderful to have group things going on, you know, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. also wonderful to like, trek in the woods a little bit and maybe get a massage or trek in the woods and maybe just have like that one-on-one with you know a therapist while other other fun things are going on so I am expanding in my own way you know and so do I have a retreat on the horizon it's just in the dreaming phases it'll be Mm -hmm. next year for sure um but yeah it's really um it starts out with dreams you know and then when I start dreaming then all of a sudden you know, people like you will pop up in my world and, you know, or a therapist, you know, somebody, it it just like forms before you. It's not chasing. It's not wanting. It's just being. It's just dreaming, focusing, have that strong intention. And you don't have to be crazy about it. You can just like step back from it. You know, that's, that's what I'm doing. I don't seek clients. I know what kind of clients I want. I want clients that respond to nature, you know, Mm -hmm. that will respond to my care. I'm not for everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, just like many of us, you know, there's enough love for all of us to be successful, you know, but you've defined that that's, that's didn't happen 25 years ago. It happened over. 25 years. It's just really just talking about the last couple of years of how you've really started to focus. Mm -hmm. I think you have some really powerful advice that sometimes we overlook Mm -hmm. about being still Mm -hmm. in the midst of 
change right. or hardship yeah. or uh, those things that go outside of your c- control, whether it's COVID, whether it's a job loss, mm-hmm. uh, talk a little bit more about how we can better, especially people <laughs> maybe like me that are a lot more tightly wound and having that sense of stillness okay. and what that looks like and how we can um, how we can achieve that in the midst of all of the chaos of right. the world. So I tell this to my clients a lot. Um, I'm not asking you to change your life. It, even though it's wonderful to be able to sit down in prayer and meditation every morning, I find that an active time on my mat, like where I do it every and it's early, right? It's before the kids. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to work towards that. Um, whatever that looks for you. Um, But I want you, when you're washing the dishes or loading the dishwasher, thank you, 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 thank you. That's all your mantra is, is thanking, 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 thanking. I want you, when you're showering, to give thanks to the water that's cleansing you, to give thanks to the water heater that's warming you. If you can just do your daily walk that you always do, but stop thinking of the list, stop thinking that your kids aren't getting their shoes on, stop, no, that's not gonna give you anything. But if you can, when you're putting that eyeliner on, be like, I wonder where this came from. I wonder what factory it came from. You know, just like be, in your space. Be present. Whatever you're doing, be present. If you just change that little thing, you're going to like, it pops you out of like uh, some dense energy. Honestly, if you're in an area, maybe you don't like the way your life looks. Maybe you're struggling in your job. And if you focus on struggling in my job or struggling on how unhappy I am, that's what you're attracting, right? But if you're like, ooh, I'm in the dumps, I feel terrible, what makes you happy? Think of anything that makes you happy and just pop yourself out of that space. Mm -hmm. Just pop yourself out of that headspace and now all of a sudden you're attracting those things. Now all of a sudden, because I'm focusing, maybe not even on the solution, just something happy. Just something that creates joy. Um, All of a sudden, in this lower energy, solutions are coming to you. All of these doors Mm. are melting that you were knocking on the door. It's just like coming to you. You might have emails just because you've popped out, just because you've raised your vibrations, really. Just because you've controlled the mind, you can really pull yourself into alignment, you know? So those daily activities are really important. Um, Sitting in your car and you're about ready to hop into Kroger. Mm -hmm. Take 10 seconds to just do belly breathing. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like, (sighs) you know, like, okay, I did like three belly breaths. No, like really put your hands on your stomach and move your stomach, your ribs, your chest, and then when you exhale, belly, mm. ribs, chest. We forget how to breathe. We're just, yeah. no, like if you just do that three times mm-hmm. before you go into Kroger, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, ah, oh. and ask, what line should I take? Mm-hmm. 
what aisle should I, you know, because there might be a person that you're like, holy crap, I can't believe I ran into you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, ah, oh, because you're, you're putting yourself out there because mm-hmm. the laws of attraction will just bring right. people together. Connectivity. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Let's hone in on okay. you as an entrepreneur. Okay. You've talked about some of your challenges. Mm-hmm. Let's talk more about your challenges. And then on the flip side, let's talk about what strengths in particular running a business in small town. Yes. I love it um, because there's so many benefits. Like there's so many people that know everybody, you know? So you you get involved just slightly, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go go to a couple chamber meetings. Go 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 visit a rotary group, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to dedicate your life, but it's amazing how they'll be like, "Oh, so and so came." to you. I've heard wonderful things about you. And then all of a sudden that network just, just grows, you know? And so I love the small town the most because the people, Mm. you know, um, I don't, and I love having a business and being an entrepreneur because, um, I have the say of who I'm going to work on, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not strangers who I'm working on. Mm. Um, it, it's by referral, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like somebody knows somebody. And so, um, I, my challenges, um, my challenges were honestly bringing my business to my sacred space. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, when I had, you know, brick and mortar, uh, I know we talked about this during like mastermind groups. Yeah. What did I say? Well, we're not supposed to talk about what we talk about oh, in mastermind okay. groups, but it's funny because many of the things you've already talked about is things that you did talk about in mastermind okay. group and yeah. the employees and mm-hmm. students and, mm-hmm. and locations and, yeah. you know, some of it was just great things and other mm-hmm. things were really challenges for you, really stressors yeah. for you. I feel like I'm not stressed now mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just, I really just try to keep my heart open. I know it just sounds a little crazy, mm-hmm. but like. If I revolve around focusing on how wide my heart can shine, I don't have to do anything else, mm-hmm. you know? So um, when challenges come, I just open my heart wider. I don't like get defensive. Mm-hmm. I just like, okay, here we go. I'm supposed to face this, you know? And so I feel like I'm in a better place mm-hmm. um, than years ago because I would be reactive, mm-hmm. you know? Like, where's the solutions? What do I need to do? And now it's just like, Stepping back, stepping back, taking action, you Mm -hmm. know, but like you can't have a clear vision if your mind is swirling, you know, and so the struggles that I have now are just being, you know, really cautious of who do I bring, who do I bring in, Mm -hmm. you know. Do you, have you ever experienced naysayers when you have went through your journey of entrepreneurship and what you vision at what your clear vision is about opening your heart and Mm -hmm. your home literally Mm -hmm. for a while. And now your backyard for this place of restoration and connection. Um, have you had naysayers and what, what advice would you give for people that do have that in their life when they are thinking expansively, they are dreaming, but then they have that little voice that's saying, yeah, that probably won't work. Or, you know, it's, we're in a too small of an area for that to 
take place here. Yeah. So what do you what do you say to that? Mm. Really investigate what you want to do. Really yeah. um, sit with it. Um, talk to your really close friends. Go talk. Go meet. Go have lunches with people that are really successful and bounce these ideas off of them. Because Russ might have a connection like, here's my problem. Here's my concerns about opening this business. And then Russ is like, X, Y, and Z. You got to hook up with these three people. You know, so um, not just being vulnerable to jump into the situation, but as it's marinating, as you're creating it, um, there's always going to be self-doubt. I still yeah. have self-doubt about being myself even, right? Like that still will creep up because I can be quirky, you know, I can be really, you know, I can get into your heart and be like, whoa, okay, let's do some fun things. And that can be, um, make you very vulnerable, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, did I answer that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would really spend some time and, you know, dream a lot, write thing. I write, yeah. you know, write it down mm -hmm. and then um, ask your um, your circle of entrepreneurs and then outside of your circle. I would just do more investigating, more yeah. inve because the more knowledge you have, it'll either settle with your spirit or, or you'll be like, woo, I didn't realize I had mm -hmm. to do all of this, you know, and so. Um, I was a little nervous going from having a couple massage therapists in my space to just me, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, just me. And do you know, it's fine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I don't have to, it's not worrying so much if everybody's happy or, or if they're getting enough clientele or, you know, it's just like, yeah. oh, it's lighter. It's mm -hmm. lighter. Will I always be this way? Who knows? You know, mm -hmm. um, but for the time being, any idea of a new service for me, I uh, investigate, I practice it, and then mm -hmm. I'll bring a friend and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this on you. And yeah. you be honest feedback. Yeah. There's been so much work for ceremony in my space and it's blowing my mind, Russ. Yeah. Like it's pastors. Yeah. It's like leaders. It's yeah, like surgeons. Absolutely. It's not like people like me, like little hippies that like stuff like this. Like for real. I mean, yeah, yeah I have my hippie crowd, but like no joke. Yeah. It's like spiritual leaders. And they come there and we honor like, um, I, I'm into chocolate. Uh -huh. So I honor the sacred superfood cacao. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it's not connected to any faith, any, but what's happening yeah. is it connects and connects them to their source. Yeah. Like, the last retreat, Jesus was there. Like yeah. this lady had this vision and she was like, Jesus was, I mean, she had this beautiful thing. Yeah. And I'm like, in my space, you yeah. know, I have these beautiful visitations in my space that I'm not creating. Yeah. I'm just holding, you know, so I like to be that facilitator, you know, yeah. um, but I know that's really hard to talk about. There's this beautiful cranial sacral stuff going on, but then there's like this insane amount of connecting people with their source, yeah. whatever that is. If it's nature, if it's Jesus, if, I mean, I have a Krishna, I have Muslim people, right. I have all these different people that are coming and getting this like sacred work where we do a lot of chanting and a lot of breath work and a yeah. lot of movement and a lot of dance and um, floral creation creations with mandalas and everything and it is just beautiful where they're going with it yeah. so well, I you're love a, that. you're a healer 
Thank you. And people have always sought healers, but especially right now, with yeah. what we've gone through in yeah. the last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. yeah. And it's not me. That's what's cool is like I was, um, I went through and learned from a dream shaman and then a core shamanism um, guru. And the takeaway is like shamans go and they ask questions and then we tell what we see. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple thing. Um, but I always had a struggle with that. Like even with my my energy work, it's like people are seeking and like attaching themselves to every word that mm-hmm. I say. Oh, you see my heart chakra as red? What does that mean? You mm-hmm. know, and then I have to, I hate explaining. It's like, well, what does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. What's happening in this space is I might do drumming, mm-hmm. shamanic drumming, or I might do different things, but it's like you're having your own experience. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say, oh, I see yeah. your aura is fluffy and white. I don't have to say that because they see their aura fluffy and white. You know, yeah. I don't have to see the angel beside you that hangs out. They feel it, you yeah. know, so that's what has been changing and in my spirit is that I'm doing really what I want because a lot of healers get into like what is coming out of their mouth and it gets gross. Yeah. Yeah. Same way with pastors. Yeah. (laughs) If they just start projecting too much and not getting into the source, you know, then they get lost, you know? So I feel a little on fire right now. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Leslie Terry. Yeah. 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 Leslie Terry, intuitive soul. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a great yes, interview. Yes, always. Yes, thank you so much. Loved it so much. We want to thank everyone who's been watching um, this podcast, Small Town Big Business, or, or just listening to us on our podcast platforms. We want to thank our sponsors for making this possible. Also, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, the Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and our newest Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. Ooh. And also Union Street Arts, um, and especially Luke O'Neill for making this possible with his production and management. If you are looking for small town big business. Yes, you can find us on all of the podcast channels, any podcast channel that you listen, as well as our YouTube channel. You can see us live and video. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, please give us a review on wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as subscribe so that you can get our newest episodes that are released every two weeks. And if you want to know more about Small Town Big Business or the Ethos Project, which is small business incubation and co-working spaces, we've got a brand new website. It's ethosmarion.org. You can find us there and reach out to us. Thank you so much. This is Russell Williams. And I'm Allison Hassler. Thank you so much for listening today. Mm